Welcome to the ride. Life, Work, and Wealth Podcast with your host, Chris Rowe. Years ago, Chris was a firefighter and a paramedic and witnessed many people not getting another tomorrow, and it shaped who he is now as a financial strategist. Chris doesn't just help people plan for a secure tomorrow, he helps them plan for a better today. Chris lives in Burlington, Ontario, and is an investment advisor at Three Hats Financial, a trade name of Harborfront Wealth Management, an IROC dealer. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Chris DeRose podcast, The Ride, Life, Work, and Wealth. Chris is with Three Hats Financial, and he wants you to know about and understand critical illness protection. I'm Patrice Sikora. I freely admit I had no idea this coverage is available. But after learning about it, Chris, my question becomes, why doesn't everyone have this? Thanks, Patrice. Well, we'll definitely get into that during this episode. And I I really want to just first say, usually on this show, we don't get into product. I tend to stay away from that. But today will be the first time that we're actually going to talk about a specific product that helped people. I just want to mention this insurance because as exciting as insurance sounds, it is extremely important. And I find a lot of people really don't understand it. This year, I just find there's obviously it's been a stressful year for a lot of people, but in our my little circle of just friends and things like that, it's been a bad year for people getting cancer. And that's why it kind of sparked this episode where I wanted to just have a chat about this because I was just finding not too many people really know critical illness in depth and how much it can help them. So I do want to touch on some very important factors about it, especially specifically to Canada. So, cause there is a unique situation for Canadians when it comes to critical illness coverage. And I'll get into that. Well, first let's go back to the beginning. Where did this come from? How did it start? Okay. So, well, with critical illness coverage, you're probably going to think, well, it's probably created by an insurance company many years ago, like all the other insurance products. Well, you'd be wrong because this was actually one of the only insurance products was not created by an insurance company. It was created by a doctor and the doctor's name was Dr. Bernard. He was a heart surgeon. He was part of the team that actually did the first human to human heart transplant in South Africa back in 1967. And he created this after he was helping people live by like doing the heart transplants and help many people survive from the illnesses. But then he started noticing that people were being killed financially because all of a sudden, great, they have their life back, but they had to take many, many months off work. They couldn't go back to even working full-time after the costs associated with surgeries being off. There's all kinds of things. So that's when he had started approaching these insurance companies to try and figure out a type of insurance. It was actually originally called dread disease insurance, which just sounds very dark and morbid. So they obviously changed that name from that. So yeah, so it was actually created by a doctor, which is quite interesting compared to other insurances. So this is really to protect finances. It has nothing to do with with health. Yeah, it's basically to protect your finances so you can focus for what clients can fo- or p- patients can focus on is which is their recovery. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So how does it work? So critical illness, CI is what we'll be calling it. Just keep it easy. CI is an insurance. It basically pays out a lump sum tax benefit 
when you've been diagnosed with one of 24 conditions. Now, different insurance carriers are adding extra illnesses all the time. So the average is around 24, but some can have 25. I think there's even some now up to 30. Hmm. But what it is, is they, they provide coverage for these 24 illnesses. And I'll go over a few here in a second. Once you're diagnosed, there is a 30-day survival period, meaning you have to live 30 days after the diagnosis to claim. So if you passed away before that, that's your life insurance that comes into effect. It's not critical illness. And this insurance, basically, it's protecting you and your family. As opposed to life insurance, life insurance just protects loved ones. This is protecting you and your family. So there is a big difference between the two coverages. So hence the fact that you have to live 30 days. Yeah. And which is with most critical illnesses, the survival rates for all of these are increasing year after year. This is why this insurance is becoming more and more popular mm-hmm. is because of that is that people are living a lot longer with cancer, heart attacks and strokes, which is great. Long time ago, they wouldn't live as long and the family would be compensated by the life insurance. Mm-hmm. The good news is people are now living with these illnesses, which is fantastic. But then now there's a big gap because the finances required when you go through a critical illness. And you can talk to anyone that's gone through something like this. They're definitely not going to say that their expenses went down while going through this. True. So a couple of things that it covers is cancer, heart attack, stroke, coronary artery bypass. Those four are the big ones. And I'll come back to those in a second. But then it also covers things like Alzheimer's, meningitis, coma, deafness, kidney failure, organ transplants, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, severe burns, and and more. Wow. Yeah. But the four that I just mentioned, the cancer, heart attack, stroke, coronary, coronary artery bypass surgery, why those are important is because 85% of all CI claims are actually from those four with obviously the biggest one being cancer. Well, let's just jump back for a second here. Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, they are growing though. I mean, people are living longer with the diseases. I can see them kind of moving up the, the list here. Yeah, no, very good point for sure. As of now, it's more like the cancer is obviously huge. Like even people, they refer to this as cancer insurance. But the thing is, it covers a lot more than that. You've got, as you say, cancer, heart attack, stroke, coronary artery bypass. Those are the top four. Mm -hmm. How does this work? Once you get diagnosed with one of those, of course, you're going to let the insurance company know. You have to have that 30-day survival period. And then after that, Every insurance company just has to go through their due diligence, of course, to make sure everything's legit. And then then that's it. Then you get a lump sum tax-free payout. And the thing is, you can use the payments for whatever you want. So I've had some clients over the years are like, well, they just assume that it has to be used on healthcare costs, but you can really use it on anything. There's no stipulations on how the money's used. Hmm. So you can use it, pay down the mortgage, keep your business running, income replacement for you or your spouse, because a lot of times when we've had people go through this, that their spouse obviously can't work as much because they have to take care of the individual that's been diagnosed or even the family and kids, because now the individual, the most important job of that person is obviously focusing on getting better. Now, the other thing is one of the more common is healthcare 
we're fortunate in Canada that obviously we have OHIP and a lot is paid for, but there's also a lot that's not. And a lot of people will use this to pay for extra, like for faster treatments before when they could cross the borders, they could go down to the US and get an MRI quicker or test quicker. Other drugs that aren't necessarily available on our OHIP plan, and that's not simply covered by health insurance. One of the biggest ones, interesting, is this is increasing significantly, is the naturopathic remedies that are being used in conjunction with traditional treatment and chemo. And it's not to say that, well, the person's not going to use regular drugs. It's they're using it, once again, in combination with it because they're finding that some of the naturopathic remedies in combination with the traditional medicine can make the chemo and things actually more easier on the individual. Mm -hmm. Why that's interesting is I have a few naturopathic doctors as clients. And I remember years ago, one of them buying quite a large policy in regards to critical illness. And we had a good chat about that. I'm like, that's interesting that, that, that you're asking so many questions and that this is that really important for you because you treat patients with cancer, with all the naturopathic remedies. You obviously have a very healthy lifestyle. You know what to look for. And you have access to all the supplements and, and everything, but you're choosing to still buy a policy. And I remember him saying, he goes, I see the randomness of this disease and who it affects and the cost of these treatments outside regular healthcare. And he goes, I want to just make sure I'm protected since I see these scenarios more than most people. So I just remember that was really interesting when he had worded it that way. Yeah, that's kind of like the, the inside track. Yeah, and just realizing, like, it's the especially when he mentioned the randomness, because he's doing everything right because he sees it. He's he's much more educated on what to do to try and prevent it. But he just said we see the randomness on this and affecting perfectly healthy people. And he goes, "That's why I want to make sure I'm protected as well." And you had a, a rather upbeat story about a breast cancer survivor and what she did with the money. Yeah, so this 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 wasn't a client of mine. This is a, was a, a client of an associate, but um, she beat breast cancer and she used a lot of the money to take her entire family on a cruise after she beat it. So that's what I mean. You can really use it for whatever you want. All right, we're talking about benefits here. One of the biggest benefits you say is something that isn't spoken about enough or even at all. Tell me about that. Yeah, so I spend a lot of time on this part. Also with my background, being a paramedic a long time ago, this just always interested me when I first started learning about critical illness coverage a long time ago. What it also comes with is obviously it's a huge benefit. You get diagnosed, you get a big check of tax-free money to spend on whatever you want, which is obviously going to help. But what it also comes with is it comes with access to basically the best second opinion you can get on your condition. And what I mean by that is like each carrier provides a benefit at no extra cost. It's all in the monthly premium you're going to pay. Mm -hmm. You know, if you access it, you don't have to pay more, but it's a, to a resource that allows you to access leading medical professionals that assess your situation. Basically what it is, is what happens is if you get diagnosed or have something you want a second opinion on mm -hmm. is you contact the medical team through the contact info you're provided with your policy or coverage. And anyone that has critical illness coverage already, you will have that you would have gotten that brochure, that information with your policy. And if you don't, you can just simply call the carrier. But they then connect you to one of the world 
renowned medical experts that they've teamed up with that's most appropriate for your situation that have specialized treat and treat or that are, have specialized in treating situations similar to yours. They go through all your medical records and tests. And I think they they believe they deconstruct them and reconstruct them and go through a whole process. And then they make sure that you've received the right diagnosis and treatment plan. So once again, they're giving you that best second opinion they possibly can, just so you're sure that the diagnosis and treatment that you're going to be doing is appropriate for your condition. Do they often find differences? Do they change things a lot? Yeah. So each insurance company, some have different carriers. The, the most common one, and people can just Google this, is best doctors. So that you find in a lot of policies, even group plans that have critical illness through their employer, a lot of them will use the best doctors, or they could even just simply buy the best doctors if they didn't have critical illness. So that's the one that's the most common that associates a lot of these policies. But like a stat from best doctors is that 37% of diagnoses were modified by them and 65% of the treatments were modified by them. Another stat from the Journal of Clinical Oncology was up to 44% of some types of cancers are misdiagnosed. So those are pretty big numbers. Yeah, yeah. That second opinion definitely looks like it can make a big difference, a big difference. Yeah, and people are better with that. I find now, like years ago, you'd go to your doctor, they recommend you to go to an oncologist and they kind of just went with that because they didn't really, really know where to go for second opinions. Right. And I just, now a lot of people are, are, if they do get diagnosed, or at least a lot of people that we know, they are going to get those second opinions, but they're getting them from obviously around here because we're like, how do you tap into other resources in other parts of the country or other countries? You just, you don't know where to go for that. So these companies that provide these second opinions, I find that quite valuable, especially when you look at the numbers of the misdiagnoses and treatments. We all hear the horror stories, of course, of people going into hospitals and being diagnosed with or not catching something. So why would you really chance that? Mm-hmm. Really this resource too, they, they do, I won't get into all this, but they do a lot more than just that as well too. They can even help you navigate the healthcare system. So they can even find you reputable specialists if needed, if you wanted, right in your country or other ones. And some of them even put everything on a USB stick for you and they they put all this on their website. So this is something that I touch on quite a bit because it's I feel it's extremely important and just not explained enough to people when talking about this. Like I have had friends that have gotten these critical illness policies a long time ago and not through me, even before I was even getting into critical illness. And I had to remind them about this couple of them when they got diagnosed with something because they just completely forgot it even existed. But they're still paying the premiums, right? They're paying the premiums, but they just forgot that the second opinion or I don't even oh. know if it was me- if it was mentioned to them that they even had it. I'm just thinking of one friend in the summer, he just didn't even know. Like he knew he had his critical illness and it would pay him out, but he was just had no idea that this even existed. And then sure enough, we looked up his policy and all that and he had access to all this. It gives them, basically, it's giving you like a concierge type service to navigate the healthcare system. So when someone's pretty stressed, and like I said, we've had some friends go through it this year, it's it's overwhelming because not only are you, you've gotten the words that you've been diagnosed with something, 
you're now sitting back and the amount of check marks and boxes you have to click off of what you now need to do. Like it's a, it's a full-time job and this is a huge resource that can help alleviate some of that stress. All right. You mentioned premiums earlier. Let's, let's talk the money here. What are we talking about? How long are these policies? What do you, what do you have to consider before you even buy one? Yeah. So in regards to the coverage, how it works is you first, you first, you have to figure out what type of policy you want. And meaning by that, how many conditions do you want to be covered? So first option is you can get the 24, 25, 30. Like I said, carriers are starting to add more and more, or there's even policies where you can just get the four conditions, the four main ones, the cancer, heart attack, stroke, and coronary artery bypass protection. Do you know how weird that sounds, Chris? I know. I, <laughs> it sounds like I have marbles in my mouth trying to say the last one, but I'm trying no, to get it out as clear as I can. No, I mean, it just, it, it's just, here, uh, what conditions do you think you you should, uh, you know, get a policy against? Oh, I you, yeah. have to look at, you have to look at your family history. That would help. Yeah. And actually, the good point on that, this is one of the only insurances where they actually do question your family history. Oh. So another reason why I'll get into this down and a little bit further in the podcast, but this is important to do get while you're healthy, but your family's health, if they're diagnosed with certain things before like your parents or siblings, not like uncles and aunts, but your parents or siblings before the age of 65, if they're diagnosed with like breast cancer, cancer, heart attack, it doesn't automatically increase. It, there's other factors, but the thing to be aware of is this is one of the only insurances where you're actually your family's health can also affect your premium. The thing is, you're right, Patrice, and it is kind of weird. Like you're kind of saying, well, I don't know, roll the dice. And is it going to be these four yeah. conditions or is it going to be 24 or more? And it just depends. Obviously, the more conditions is better because you're not hedging your bets on this. But then we've had some clients, they've witnessed family and friends specifically with a heart attack or a stroke or cancer, and that is close to home to them, and that's what they want the coverage for. So obviously, the premium is cheaper when there's less conditions. So mm. that's up to the individual. So after you decide that, then you have to figure out simply how much do you need. This is tax-free money, and you can get anywhere from $25,000 coverage up to $2 million. That I cannot answer in a podcast because you would have to work through with an insurance advisor, a worksheet to figure out, just like your life insurance, how much you should need. So even with life insurance, you should always be, you shouldn't just be told by someone, ah, just get 500 grand. Like you should always be working out an individual worksheet on your family and you as an individual on how much you need in going through mm -hmm. those sheets. And people can just Google those that they're, they're on the internet and stuff. Or if you're working with an insurance advisor, of course, they're going to take you through that. So then once you figure out the type of policy, how many conditions, how much money, obviously you want coverage for. And of course the premium is going to go up, obviously the more that you get covered next, you have to decide on the term and the term can be, like similar to life insurance, where it could be 10 years, 20 years, age 65, age 75, or even to age 100. That's all depends on you. And then of course, cash flow and everything else, because obviously the small, the, the, the less duration, the cheaper it's going to be. What I do tell clients though, is you, like the 10 year one after 10 years to get critical illness again after that, two things you're going to have to be really careful of 
is one, has your health changed significantly? Because if it has, you may not be able to get it. And two, critical illness premiums do tend to keep increasing every so so years because people's life expectancy is increasing. People are getting diagnosed quicker because technology is able to find it faster and all of that. That is increasing where life insurance premiums, people are living longer. So life insurance premiums are actually going down a bit because people's life expectancy is increasing. So it's just a bunch of factors to take into consideration. Other thing is, this is just a bit of a different note, but what I don't like seeing is we will have clients come to us with existing insurance plans or new clients looking for life insurance. And life insurance is extremely important. It is definitely needed as well. But the problem is I'll see a a young couple come to me with kids and they have a life insurance premium with all the bells and whistles and they're paying all this money for life insurance, which is great that they've got the coverage locked in and secured, but they've either were never informed or have never been educated or spoken to about critical illness. So you've like loaded up all your insurance in the one bucket cash flow wise, because every couple or individual. He's only, everyone has a set amount of cash flow per month, but then they have no critical illness coverage. So it's leaving them completely exposed and open on that end. I would rather see someone get their life insurance put in place, get their critical illness insurance and put in place. And now if there's still cash flow, well, now you can get the bells and whistles put on the life insurance. Right. You were mentioning you can decide on a term of the policy, be it 10 years, 20 years, or you could take it out to an age, 75 or even age 100. But suppose you get the policy for 20 years, that 20 years comes up and then you figure, well, I'm I'm not going to do this again. Have you lost all your premium dollars? Most people would obviously assume that insurance, and most insurance, if you don't use it, you simply just, you don't get your money back. If you don't crash your car that month, you're not getting your your auto insurance back. (laughs) Critical illness is unique. And that's what I had mentioned at the beginning of the podcast is that in Canada, there is some options that are not available to every other country. There's actually few countries left in the world that still do this. There is few, Canada being one, but there is options with the critical illness that if you do not use it and you remain healthy, and it depends which company and policy at age 65 or 70, depending on the company, you get all your premiums back to you. So meaning you have the coverage throughout the younger years and your young family and working and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then when you retire when, and at age 65, 70, depending on the policy, you have never used it and you decided that you want all your money back, you can simply cancel the coverage and they give you every dollar you've ever put in premium back. This should not be considered an investment as such though. It's not an investment. It's basically almost like a hedge where you're using this to protect yourself if a critical illness occurred because it would hurt you quite a bit financially. You have the coverage. And at the end of the day, the coverage is the most important. But then there is options. Now, these options you pay more monthly than just if you just got a 20-year policy and it just ended. Because you can also have the option to just get the coverage and at the 20 years, it just simply ends. But there is a return to premium option that you pay a bit more per month that just allows you to get your money back if at age 65, 70, that you've never used it and you want to use it as a forced savings as well, meaning you're either getting all your premium back at the end of it. And the, the, the more important thing is you got to age 65, 70 without, <laughs> without an illness, because at the end of the day, the most important thing is the coverage, or 
you were unfortunate enough to not to become and get a critical illness, but you have the coverage and get the lump sum payout. So it's very unique in that type of insurance that it's giving you the protection, it's giving you the second opinion service, and if you don't use it, it's going to give you all your money back if you choose that option. All right, suppose you have it, you don't use it, but you die of something you're not covered for with that policy. What then? Yeah, there's even options for that too, that your beneficiary or estate would get all your premiums back as well. With those policies, you're either getting the money because of the critical illness, or you're canceling because you didn't use it, or you pass away from something else, and your estate and beneficiary gets all the premium back. A lot of people don't understand. And as soon as that even comes up, you see the, <laughs> the confused look in the people's faces because they're like, well, I don't really get that because that's not normal for all insurances. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm looking at this and thinking, why not? I mean, this is, this is win-win. It is, except that it's also health-wise, you have to be healthy. Right. The older you get, the more, the more that it becomes. And if, you're, if your immediate family has significant health problems, all of those factors can restrict you on it. True. But some of those factors can restrict any other type of insurance that you get as well. Oh, of course. Absolutely. And this is why I just like, it, this is why I wanted to have this talk today, just so people understood this, because that that's a big deal for like, say a younger family or someone in their forties and stuff where they're like, well, and most people you can ask, Hey, have you, have you ever seen a family member or friend go through a critical illness? And majority of people have some experience in that. And now to have this protection it can just, it alleviates that by no means is it going to fix things, but it's taking a huge burden because as soon as someone gets sick, there's a whole bunch of important things. That, and obviously finances is definitely going to be one of them. So if this coverage is there to help alleviate that, that's one less thing they need to worry about because the main thing they need to be worrying about is just getting better. Mm. Chris, have you ever been on the, uh, I guess on the side where you did end up giving somebody a, a check from a policy like this? Yeah, actually I have. Uh, there, I have quite a few fortunate and unfortunate real life examples over the years. Of course, the best examples are when people have taken the coverage out and they get diagnosed. And of course, it's a, obviously some of the darkest days of their lives when they hear that they've been diagnosed with something. But then being able to give them those checks is obviously one of the best feelings as a financial advisor you can you can have because you can just see some temporary relief on them that this is now, like I just mentioned, one last thing they have to worry about in one of the toughest times of their entire life. That's the positive. I've also had some unfortunate experiences where people have taken the coverage out and canceled it. It didn't see the benefit of it. And then years later got diagnosed. I remember I had one couple where they were interested in it and, and decided they eat healthy and exercise and all of that. Then three years later, the wife is in my office buying a policy because the husband had just gone through cancer. So, and then now they had to unfortunately go through that to realize how important it was. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I get it. It's cash flow too. Like you're not going to go out and just make sure you put your family into red with insurance premiums, but it, it is affordable. It's all based on the amounts. It's like life insurance. It just, if you're going to go get millions of dollars of life insurance, it's going to cost you a lot, but it doesn't need to be millions of dollars. Even, 
50,000, 25,000 is still better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to see employers add this to group benefits. So it's good for people to check their group benefits because some people, we've had some clients get diagnosed. They don't have it. They never got it with us, but then we look further in their group benefits and they had it there and didn't even realize. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's, it, it's important to, to at least be educated on. So like even a story from myself is originally 13 years ago, I couldn't get it. I tried to get it before we started having kids and everything else. And I consider myself relatively healthy, work out a lot and eat good foods and stuff like that. And health has always been really important to me. Anyone that knows that knows me knows that. And I never thought there'd be an issue, but they unfortunately at the same time, I had hurt my back, long story, and was going through an MRI and they found a thing in my spinal cord called the syrinx, which is basically a little cyst inside my spinal cord. It completely screwed me for my critical illness insurance. Never ever did I think I would have an issue getting insured, especially when I insure so many people and I couldn't get it. The insurance companies were coming back and I'm like, I, I can't believe this. This is, I'm, I'm perfectly healthy, but because of this thing they randomly found, I couldn't necessarily get it. Mm -hmm. It took a, quite a while, but over the years, I was able to get it through a different plan and everything else. But it just was a bit of a shock because I wasn't expecting to initially be denied for it. Yeah. And this is not something you really want to wait around for. Yeah. Well, any insurance, obviously, the younger you get it, the better, because the more health problems and the older you get, it just simply starts to increase the premium. But then when you're 20 or 30, you're not necessarily thinking of this. You're super healthy. You don't have kids potentially yet. So there's a lot of factors. So we have people at all ages coming to, to get this insurance and get educated and things like that on it. So, How about occupations? Are there other occupations that should really be looking at this? Everyone sees the randomness of this and we all have examples regardless of occupations. So that's important. But one that obviously hits close to home to me because I, I know a lot of firefighters used to, to be used when I used to be one, of course, is they absolutely should be looking at this because them or anyone else in the general public that has a higher rate of getting cancer. Well, of course, you would want to be looking at this. And like just a quick stat with firefighters is there's and at least Ontario, there's 16 cancers identified that they're statistically more prone to getting than the general public. It's obviously pretty and pretty important for them because the the environments that they're in that that they would have this coverage. Usually, it's a unique thing with them that most won't know. Even quite a few financial advisors wouldn't know this because they don't they they, had, they weren't firefighters themselves. Obviously, is that there's an increased risk for cancer with firefighters. So most insurance companies will charge a premium because there is an increased risk, but there still is some insurance companies. Not very many, but there still is some at the time of this recording that still charge them regular rates. For firefighters, if you're listening, it's, it is very important. If you actually go to the resource section in my website, I created a, a YouTube video specifically for firefighters and critical illness, just because I want to make sure they're at least all educated so they at least know it exists. And what's your website, Chris? It's threehatsfinancial.ca. Okay. So there's one other thing I wanted to mention, Patrice. I know we're getting, probably getting a little short here on time, but one last thing is for anyone listening to this, I, I, was, I, I use this quick exercise for clients and it usually puts things into perspective. So if you take down a piece of paper, 
and you put down these three columns, your house broken into, a car accident, or cancer. So write those three things down. Then you put on a separate column beside it, an incident column and an impact column. And now I ask this to so the first one, house broken into. So if, you're, if your house got broken into, what is the incident of that, of that happening? High, medium, low? Well, that would depend, I guess, on the area and a bunch of other things. So you put, put down whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Very few people put high. It's usually low. Then do the same thing with a car accident, the incidents. So how, how, what's the chance if you think of that happening? High, medium, or low on that? Then with cancer, so cancer is a little bit more trickier because m- most people don't really know the stats, but the Canadian Cancer Society says one in two Canadians will get cancer in their lifetime. So wow. obviously pretty high number. doesn't mean like they're going to die from it. It just means that basically one in two Canadians over their entire lifetime will get some form of cancer. So obviously that's a, that's a high. Now we're going to go into the impact column. And now you're going to rate down between one to 10, how much each of these would impact your life if they occurred. Your house being broken into, yes, that would suck, but how much does it impact your right. life? Being in a car accident, I get that would all depend on the severity, but once again, like cars are obviously a much safer than they were years ago, but uh, we're talking about having a car accident and how much that would impact your life. Just You have to just pick a, a number that you feel appropriate. Mm-hmm. And then of course, cancer. Cancer, uh, how much would that impact your life? People's answers will vary a bit on this, but usually when we go through that, the cancer is usually close to 10, obviously, for impact. So then I say, look at the columns. What has the highest number for incidents and impact? And usually it's the examples cancer out of that. Right. Then I come back and say, put an X beside the three of which ones, car, house, and cancer, you have insurance for. And of course, everyone puts the X beside the, the automobile and the house and they don't for the cancer. So it's just something to make people think about that because it's a very different way to put that. When I had saw, had seen this example years ago, it kind of resonated with me. So I at least make sure that clients are educated with this so they can just make informed decisions about this. All right. Chris, one more time, give us the website and then tell us how else someone might be able to reach you if they have questions. Yeah. So the website, well, first of all, thanks everyone for listening to my first podcast on a product. This will be kind of a rare thing. It's not something I'm going to be doing all the time, but hopefully you guys got an idea on why I feel it's important. So yeah, of course, any questions uh, you can get us through our website, which is three T H R E E hats, financial.ca. You can just call us toll free 888-442-4218. Thanks for listening. That's Chris DeRoe of Three Hats Financial. Make sure you are alerted to new episodes of Chris's podcast, The Ride, Life, Work, and Wealth. All you have to do is subscribe with the subscribe button on this page, and of course, you can share with the share button. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to The Ride, Life, Work, and Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. All comments are of a general nature and should not be relied upon as individual advice. The views and opinions expressed in this commentary may not necessarily reflect those of Harborfront Wealth Management. While every attempt is made to ensure accuracy, facts and figures are not guaranteed. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing or tax advice. 
Please seek advice from your accountant regarding anything raised in the content of the podcast regarding your individual tax situation. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.